It was going to be the new Tottenham Stadium, but I actually prefer this because I'm so over Spurs at the moment. So, <laughs> well, your 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 side of the bar's much busier than mine. So. I know, yeah. <laughs> I run a better bar than you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the only picture I could pull up was um, the blue foot one with all the Arsenal fans. So, yes, for for, for listeners, yeah. we've had a bit of an issue with the virtual backgrounds that you can do on Zoom, but which you'll be able to see if you look at the video on the YouTube a little bit later. And again, for, for those listening in black and white, um, uh, Rod has the new, um, what is it, 81 Spurs? 86. 86 Spurs. The one yeah. that Maradona wore a white lane. <laughs> Very nice. Excellent stuff. The Hummel, yeah. beautiful. And yeah, um, yeah I'm wearing the uh, 2001 England shirt that we beat Germany 5-1 in um, in the uh, World Cup qualifiers that time. So, Which you don't talk sport the other day, actually. That's Ren Goran Eriksson on and... Um... He was talking about that night and saying how the British uh, press, he hated them. He wished he'd only won that game 2-1 because the press just said, that's it, we're going to win the World Cup. So, <laughs> yeah. I also heard that he gave his best ever England team, like of all time, and he's still right. Lampard and Gerrard in sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's a man of his convictions. <laughs> scores on the left. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, I gave myself a haircut. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah, amazing. I don't know how you did that, but... Um... <laughs> I mean, you know, me must sort of thing. But yeah, I just kept taking photographs of the back of my head with the clip. Yeah. The okay, oh, no, that, need, that part needs to do in there. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. The little Ronaldo at the moment. Remember that kid on the internet? <laughs> yeah. He already played that top bit off a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. That's he asked his dad for Ronaldo, didn't he? And um... One of my friends actually said that looking more and more like giant haystacks, which was like... <laughs> Is that a compliment? I've got to say, I don't know what part of that, that statement I should be more offended about most. But, but giant For our American listeners, that was um, one of the old school British wrestling champs, along with Big Daddy. <laughs> it was a beautiful looking bloke. Yeah. Totally, totally beautiful. Well, should we uh, get started then? Why not, old boy? Once again, listener to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary right now, by the miracle of the internet, by uh, the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? Very good, sir, even though I'm in a bar packed full of uh, what appears to be gooners. But, um... <laughs> your background is very festive. Well, is that, that, I think that's the FA Cup final against Villa, is it? I, I think you're right, yeah. Well, as you know, there's still no football um, and uh, probably won't be for a little while longer. We'll recap on some of the developments regarding the start-up of football again. It's all pretty much hearsay and speculation, but uh, we'll, we'll go through it anyway. We'll dig out the randomizer and uh, take a few more questions. I think uh, people have been enjoying that so far. And We're also going to introduce the Mount Rushmore of, um, and where we'll discuss the Mount Rushmore of football jerseys. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a go at doing that. And then, yeah, any other business, and then we'll uh, get it out of your way. And, uh, yeah, as always, especially in these times, we'd love for you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on Twitter, Instagram, oh, uh, TikTok. Uh, yeah, no, it's not at TikTok. Facebook and all the, all, the, all the rest of it. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play uh, for all your uh, previous podcast needs. And, uh, yeah, if you are so inclined, please tell someone about 
this, uh, rate, review and subscribe as well. We all appreciate those people that have done it so far. Our website is footyfromthefoot.com. I think we misreported, by the way, that the Belarusian League <laughs> is actually still going. Good so, to hear. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but I think the only one that is also a sport that is about to start is something called the, the Home Series of Darts. Have you seen this? I've seen this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the PDC, are like, I must have set up a whole bunch of cameras in the homes of all of the different darts players. And so they're <laughs> going to be playing in their homes, uh, but competitive darts, apparently. So at least that's something to kind of get involved Something if, yeah, why not? It's <laughs> some sort of sport. <laughs> I also saw that um, apparently Swedish trotting has... Um, reported like something like 400% more bets being placed on their races. I don't know whether you know anything about trotting. No, I do not. No, no, no. It, I, I've seen some in Australia, and it's where the, the, the jockeys are actually on little carriages at the back of the horse. Yeah, I've seen this in America, yeah. But apparently that, that's still going on in Sweden. So it's an absolute hotbed right now. Of, uh, I bet, yeah. Well, I did read, actually, I did a virtual Grand National this year, and there was more money placed on that than it was on the real Grand National. I think all the money before that went to charity, didn't it? Or at least kind of like... Yeah, and talking about charity, did you see that pension of the 99-year-old veteran this week? Yeah. He's now raised £12 million for the NHS walking around his garden. I think it was his granddaughter who said she would give 100 or £200 to the NHS charity if he did 100 laps of his garden. He's now raised 12 million in a week. And there's a big clamor for him to be knighted. He's 99 years old. And it's just, <laughs> so I just found that an incredible story. Congrats to Dundee United, Wraith Rovers and Cove Rangers for winning their respective leagues in the Scottish football. Bit of trouble with the uh, Scottish Premier League though, isn't it? Because people are, again, a little bit nasty over there about that now, what they're going to do with that season. But um, yeah. again, like our season, Celtic are obviously going to win the title. And yeah. they're discussing whether or not to have relegation promotions and all of those different leagues i think that's the, the biggest the biggest problem isn't it? it's not who's going to be champions because obviously liverpool are going to be champions if the league starts up again as will celtic be champions if the league starts up again it's um it's the relegation and promotion because that's where a lot of the money is in the game and it can make or break a club but well, i also saw today the big rumor in football today is that amazon are likely to going to be naming the tottenham stadium with all the adverse um, talk of amazon at the moment with their staff it doesn't feel like it will to be honest it's the perfect fit for tottenham. i'm gonna say yeah kind of <laughs> perfect bedfellows on a brighter note we have actually opened a tottenham stadium for a hospital for testing for the COVID 19 okay. which which is pretty cool to be honest um and daniel levy reversed the furlough of the staff as well this week he but did. i see that as a double-edged sword because now when we don't buy any players this summer he can turn around and go well what do you want <laughs> play the staff or have new players talking of ownership as well looks like newcastle big time might have some saudi owners or something and guess who's the favorite to take over as manager there if they do this uh not Kevin Keegan, for goodness No, Pochettino. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? really? That was a big rumour going around this morning on TalkSport that he's like in the front-running number one choice when the Saudis come in and take over, which that'll yeah. be a little dagger through the heart again as well for me. So that could be a great fit, though, with money. I don't know where it's coming from, that money particularly. But, um, I mean, and also the other thing is that Newcastle fans have had so many false dawns. I mean, the, I, I went through this for like 18 months about people buying the club and, mm -hmm. and not buying the club and then almost buying the club and then something else fell through. And I suspect it's in quite an embryonic stage, all of that. 
Oh, totally. But it's just like Mike Ashley's do this in the middle of a shutdown, isn't it? It's yeah, the timing. timing well done, mate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, nobody's making any money, but Ashley's going to make a cool three hundred million. <laughs> good for you. Well, sitting on his backside. Very good. I yeah. know. Have you uh, been doing anything fun indoors uh, this week? Anything to report? Any kind of? Uh... Do you know what the funnest thing I did this week was my middle area, which is kind of like the music room with um, I got my bar in there, my vinyl, my record player, and I moved it around a little bit and put down this really cool cowhide on the floor. I just changed things around, giving a really good clean, and it looks really cool in there. That, that was probably the best part. <laughs> that sounds so grim, doesn't it? But that was the most exciting moment of my week. You called it your middle area? Is that what you said? Yeah, we got it like a middle room. <laughs> You're coming through the front door. Shut up. <laughs> we have this middle gut health or something you were talking about. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bar area is good for my, my gut health, but um, it was fun. And so I was getting some of my records out as well and playing some old stuff. I found my new order substance, original pressing on vinyl. Excellent. Give that a good listen, and it uh, still sounds perfect. Well, um, just that brings me on to what I've been doing. Um, there's a brilliant thing, uh, the lead singer of the Charlton's, Tim Burgess, and he's been organising Tim's Twitter listening party, and Power Corruption and Lies was one that I listened to on Sunday. And there's Crack a whole bunch that have all, all been kind of like, uh, scheduled to listen to, two, possibly three each night. Really fun just to get involved in, like, sit down, listen, see what other people are thinking about it all and yeah. in their thoughts. It's really cool. That's cool, yeah. So, um, I, will, I will link to that as well because it is yeah. really fun. On a, on a more newer note, I have been listening a lot this week to the new Strokes album, which is really good as well. Excellent. That dropped last Friday and it's actually a damn good album. My favourite for a long time by them guys. So, um, yeah, well worth a listen. It, cool. Yeah, I've been walking around listening to a lot of music. Yeah. Just walking. <laughs> Averaging about 10, 11,000 steps a day, which is good. So... <laughs> Eating well, drinking well, and um, sleeping well. Keeps that middle area intact, so that's good. Not sure about the middle area. That seems to be hanging around. I don't know. It likes it there for some reason. So. <laughs> Needs more arrangements. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I need to work that one out. But um, All right, should we dig out the, the randomizer then? And I, I insist. Yeah, let's do it. See that happens with that. I've got it all sorted out and everything today. Good so. man. It's asking for and question 10. 10. All right. A player that you were wrong about? Ronaldo at United. Oh, okay. interesting. <laughs> Instantly springs to mind. Wow. Got an eye for a player there, fella. <laughs> <laughs> His first couple of seasons, if you remember, he wasn't really pulling any trees up. Yeah. And, um, he he looked, yeah. One more man than he needed to, didn't he? Yeah, you're right. You've got a beer there. I do have a beer, yeah. You, my, oh, my friend, I'm going to get myself a cold beverage. <laughs> and I'll cover it up just in case any advertisers. This is Bella, but there is other lagers available on the market. And here's my blue flag. <laughs> There's only a couple, though, isn't there? There is only a couple. <laughs> Cheers. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm, I'm using my um, bank top glass, Bolton's uh, Brewery. So. Bolton's, I love it. Fantastic. Cheers, Cheers to bank top. Cheers to you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ronaldo... Uh, on a, on a, second note of that, a player that I thought was going to be better, especially in United, was probably Di Maria, okay. who didn't really turn it on. Nani was another one, and Veron really didn't do nothing at United. He had a few moments of brilliance, but I was probably wrong about them in the English league. So Because I saw him make his debut right. in United against Bolton and tore our right back a new one. But yeah, he was always, he, he just hung onto the ball that little fraction of a second too long, didn't he, sometimes, yeah. didn't he, in his first couple of years. But yeah, he did all right in the end, didn't he? And another one actually just come into my mind because this this is what all this is about, isn't it? Gareth Bale. 
26 games, either starting or making a substitute appearance, Spurs didn't win a game. People didn't want to see him on the team sheet. And, well, the rest is history. So, yeah, very wrong about that guy. Never saw that one coming. So, um, yeah, from such a terrible yeah. start, really, wasn't it? In terms of oh, awful. wins and stuff. Yeah, 26 games consecutively when he was on the pitch. Not a win. Yeah. Which is an um, unbelievable start, really. So, who have you got? I've gone with Frank Lampard. Well, when West Ham sold him to Chelsea, yeah. I couldn't believe that he'd gone for that amount of money. And I thought, <laughs> because the, I, would, I would expect Chelsea at that point, where it was really new money for them, yeah. that they would get a whole bunch of new like central midfield players that he would hardly even get a game. I'd really right. rate him whatsoever. Yeah, he obviously became an absolute club legend. He's now their manager. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, I got that one totally and utterly wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, leading all-time scorer for Chelsea as well. Yeah. From the from midfield. Midfield. That's so, a good shout, good shout, that one, yeah. Because he was playing at West Ham and he was, he was fine, wasn't he? But yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't see that coming at all. All right, see what else the uh, randomizer can... Uh... Question 14. And that is... A funny thing happened on the way to the football. I can't do any of these because <laughs> they're all illegal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, theory me. I've got a funny one after a game. I don't... <laughs> well, I, was I, 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 I can use the buzzer. I can use the, uh, the yeah. Well, no, and you'd have to buzz the whole story out. <laughs> it would start with, well, and then end with, what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't broadcast any of that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm just going to say, it's got something to do with, I think it was 1991, a home game against Liverpool, didn't have tickets. It was on ITV Live on a Sunday, the big match, with Brian Moore, I think, hosting that programme, if I remember rightly. Anyway, we, we got tickets from a, a source for £6 each. After the game, we went back to the, the local tavern in Tottenham for a good old sing-song, even though we lost the game 3-1. Left, went to White Hart Lane Station, which was closed down, and were mesmerised with these White Hart Lane platform signs. They were eight foot long. The rest is history. I can't go into any more. Make your own mind up. Something might have happened to those. Uh, yeah. Stuff. yeah right, okay. Oops. But amazingly, if they did end up my room, I would have had to get into a taxi on the tube and on the overground to Aylesbury. How they ended up in my room, I have no idea because I'm sure somebody would have stopped me on the underground, <laughs> me and my friend, with two eight foot long signs. But So it couldn't have happened. But Struggling to find a way of you secreting that. that uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll leave that there. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baffle the imagination. So I travelled with my college roommate and his brother to go and see Manchester United play Rapid Vienna in wow. the final group game of the Champions League that year, like 96, 96, 97, one of those two years. We'd started off like days beforehand, we were driving like from Manchester to, to Vienna, we were doing mm -hmm. like a bit of a road trip. Anyway, we kind of like dolled around the place in like Salzburg for too long and we were absolutely towing it uh, into Vienna and we were stuck in Vienna traffic with about an hour before the game and we were like, well, we're probably going to miss the kickoff here after all those like travelling hundreds of miles to get here. So we had the idea of asking the bloke next to us in traffic how far we were from the ground. So I wind the window down. I like shout at this poor Viennese bloke who like had no clue I was going to like start yelling at him. And I was like, "Who fur to the ground?" My, my pals in the back had killed themselves laughing. They kind of like because I'm like I had no idea that this bloke was well, not going to be able to understand a word oh. I'm saying. So like my pal in the back says, "Excuse me, mate. How far is it to the ground?" And he says, "Oh yeah, no problem. Follow me." And honestly, we were like bullet through the um, back streets of yeah. Vienna. 
he got us out of the traffic and to the ground pretty much on time. It was only, again, he was like a little guardian angel that day or else we'd, you know, we would have definitely missed the start of the kickoff. But because yeah. he knew like the back streets and all that, I don't think he was even going to the game, this fella. But he just right. kind of like, oh, follow me, I'll get you there, kind of thing. And he drops off right at the, the car park. It was amazing. Like, <laughs> I don't know who he was, or because yeah, he just disappeared off as soon as we got there. It Brilliant. Was, <laughs> also, the theme of the opening scene in the Maradona movie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. No, no, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, follow me. And uh, yeah, got us there on time, bless his heart. Yeah. So, yeah, whoever you are. At footy from foot, if you um, if you are that person, to the randomised again, and it's asking for question eight. So, who do you think should be the first two admitted into the Premier League Hall of Fame? But and who do you think they will choose? So, who do you think it's going to be, or who you'd like it to be, and who do you think it's going to be? They're uh, I think they're admitting two people this time around, aren't they? No, two people. Okay, I'll say one. It's got to be Thierry Henry, I think. Okay. <laughs> I can't disagree with that, I have to say. He was, I think it's going to be one of three people. Um, I think, yeah, Thierry Henry is definitely one of them. I think that Ryan Giggs being the most decorated player of that period, I don't think. Yeah, what a player. You, you've got to think, haven't you? And also, I'd, I'd say uh, maybe Alan Shearer as well for being by a million yeah. miles the top goal scorer in the league, yeah. so... Those those would be my my picks. And I, th- I can't see them not picking from those three. I, I've got to say, Can you, yeah, no, not at all. No, they're, they're like for sure. Yeah. All right. Should we do one more question and then maybe have a look at the uh, the, the Mount Rushmore question that we've. Ooh, question one. Favorite experience watching football on the telly. The memory for me was that Beckham goal against Greece. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That was in my top. F- Five, I think of. Yeah. Okay, so we're all in Hemel Hempstead in the pub. The pub was full. England played tragically that day. The oh. same qualifying as when we beat Germany five-one, and all we needed on that day was a draw, and we we went one-nil down. I think Teddy Sheridan came off the bench and scored within a minute or two. We equalised the game, and everybody was celebrating. Everybody thought that's it, it's over. We'll either get a winner or we're, we're going to the World Cup. Yeah. And I think within a minute, Greece took the lead again. Just like, what the hell? And Beckham didn't play particularly well. It was at Old Trafford as well, wasn't it, I believe? Yeah. Oh, but I, I disagree with the whole... Beck- Beckham was the only player to play well that day. He was he like... Said, yes, he did play well because he, he just seemed to be dragging the team along, didn't he? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's, I'm thinking more of his free kicks. They weren't doing anything. Yeah, he'd had a million percent, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had so many <laughs> markers in this game. So I think it was in the last minute, wasn't it? And he completely dumbfounded the Greek goalkeeper. But I remember the ball being hit... The- the pub was silent and the ball hit the back of the net and it felt like it felt like about 20 seconds before the bar just absolutely erupted the hokey cokey in the street about two minutes later <laughs> i remember holding my friend's hands underneath the table saying i would buy posh spices album on monday morning <laughs> if the ball went in <laughs> well i hope you did your end of the bargain then oh of course i didn't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's some bad karma there. I know he has come back to warm it up, but uh, Jesus Christ, I remember just holding and squeezing his hands, he was squeezing mine, and the ball hit the back of the net, and the place just, oh my God, it was so amazing. Beautiful free kick, isn't it? Yeah, and I can't think of a better moment. Yeah, watch, I mean, I was at home, I watched the Arsenal win in a, at Anfield in 89, I remember sitting there on a Friday night watching that game when I was like 16, 17, whatever, and even though it was Arsenal, it was still a very emotional moment, you know? Yeah. 
I hate it at the moment, but you couldn't help but be going, oh, Jesus Christ, that's insane. You're never going to see a finish like that again. I I remember the Greece game we just talked about that. Um, I watched that at, again, Rob, my college roommate's uh, house uh, with a whole bunch of others as well. And I remember doing a full-on knee slide in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, totally. No, <laughs> a great moment. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, nobody celebrated a two-two draw home with Greece like we did. <laughs> um, when England played the Netherlands in '96 Euros, played. I was actually at the game. I was actually playing cricket for my college team that night, right. and never made such a bad decision in all my life. But after each goal went in, you could hear it from the clubhouse. Like the England that kept scoring each time there was a goal, everyone just piled off the field, was sort of looking in through the, the clubhouse windows just to see the goals, and then carried on. Who had organised that game for that night? I have no idea. Yeah, we, we made the best of it by well, that, that was good fun playing cricket in Kendall. Was, uh, there you go, <laughs> good, yeah. good moments. Well, shall we move on then to yeah. the Mount Rushmore of football kits? So these are it's going to be four. Kits. I'm going to select two. I think you're going to select two. These are, yeah, what we consider to be the the, the greatest, the, the, the best kits that have ever been produced. Do you want to crack on with uh, what, one of your uh, selections? The one I'd like in there, but it's not going to go in there. I, I'm always like iconic shirts. I think Maradona 86, the Napoli shirt, not the Argentinian. Well, one. I, I had, I mean, I, I can't argue with that, I've got to say. I, I, I thought that that was something you'd bring up. And I think that's a, an amazing shirt. I'm looking at the Boca Junior one here that's on a, some webpage I found from 81. It's a beautiful shirt, Maradona again. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to have all the groovy shirts. This one he wore once. He's a magnet. Um, so damn him. I think that's part of um, why he joins in. West Germany 1990 is one of my choices. That's one of yeah. I want my father was half German as well. He always collected the Germany shirts. Never found this one in his closet, but never mind. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a great shirt for me. So yeah, yeah. that's my number one. Well, because uh, and, and Germany kind of did a, a, sh a shirt that echoed that one just recently as well. It might have even yeah. been in the last World Cup, which I, I appreciated. Yeah, that, um, that is a, a really great shirt. I, I'll link to all of these nice yeah. shirts. It kind of incorporates the, the Germany flag across the chest, doesn't it? In a yeah. kind of... Just a really good graphic, actually. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Good for Raven as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've gone with a, another, would you believe, Maradona shirt. I've gone for the away shirt that they played England in, the 86 World Cup, um, the Hand of God shirt, essentially. I really like that combo of the dark blue and the, and the black shorts. And I kind of did a little bit of research about this. What had happened was that in the round before they played England, they played Uruguay. And they'd been wearing like cotton shirts, and it was like they were absolutely wet through at the end of the game, and like you know, these heavy shirts at the end of the game. So the manager decided that they were going to get some lighter shirts. So he, he went off into Mexico City, bought a job lot of like Lecoq Sportif, like dark blue shirts, and Maradona said, Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll beat, beat England in those. And uh, and so it, they sewed on the Argentinian badge and everything. Like so, it's a real kind of cobbled together shirt, but I think it looked great. Yeah, I've actually got a got one here. I think I was wearing it two weeks ago on the podcast. Oh right, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It's actually now in the National Football Museum. Maradona's shirt, isn't it? I think we talked about Steve Hodge claiming that as his own at the end of the game. Away shirt of uh, yeah, Argentina, absolutely beautiful. Love that shirt. That was going to be one of my choices actually. <laughs> And my other one is the 82 away red jersey for England. Played France in this in the 82 World Cup. Brian Robson scored that goal after 27 seconds. Yeah, that's an absolute beauty as well. 
And I think that's another one that was kind of cobbled together. I think Admiral, who made the kit, only got their act together very late on before the World Cup. And so they themselves were like sewing badges on like the night before games and stuff. So you can actually see some examples of the kits that they produced where like the badges are all over the shop, you know, so. Um, right, okay, yeah, crazy. But I always remember Brian Robson wearing that one. I think it was like a Panini badge or something, you know what I mean? But he stood there with chest out and yeah. yeah. Absolutely, they're, they're all, like, all over the, yeah, they're like not straight or kind of like, and I think that was like the owner or something of Admiral right. themselves, kind of like, there's a great documentary about Admiral uh, as a company and how they became like the first to mass produce shirts that would be sold in club shops and it's a wow. Yeah, I will um, link to that as well. I forget, I forget what it's called. Like an, an Admiral Job or something like that it's called. But there's okay. a, a documentary that uh, BT Sport did just recently. So well, yeah, Admiral made a shirt for West Ham and I think they kind of echo that shirt in their current design as well. I like I'll it. I'll to the one you're wearing today as well. I also love the England 1990. Yeah. It's a very iconic year. Which one was I going to go for? But I have to go for Brazil 70. It's... <laughs> It's yeah. just that shirt, isn't it? And um, one of the greatest Brazilian teams as well. So that really goes with that shirt, the memories. I wasn't born, but you've seen you've seen enough of that footage to, um, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, it's the it's the grainy, but also the really vibrant colours that yeah. make that such a. It's just ping so much, isn't it? That, that yeah. shirt is just fantastic. Yeah. And it's that final they played, you know, when they were just passing that ball around for fun, weren't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And actually, we should kind of, uh, yeah, doff uh, uh, our cap to Peter Benetti, who uh, passed. Uh, uh, yeah, he played in the uh, the Germany quarterfinal, I think. He did, yeah. Yeah, and got a bit of a beating for that game, but at the same time, what a great goalkeeper. A yeah. shorter goalkeeper. Yeah. So he was a, quite a small guy for a goalkeeper. But um, they called him the cat, I believe. Bless him. On some positive news, though, Jimmy Greaves is out of hospital now. Oh, is he good? Oh, that's yeah. And so is Kenny Daglish, so... <laughs> um, cool. All right. So I think we we got something there, didn't we? I think we definitely yeah. We, we got the England '82 shirt, Argentina away in '86, um, and then you went with Brazil '70. Brazil '70 and Germany '90. Yeah. Germany '90. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Yeah. I think that'll see us. I'm happy with those selections. And if you what do, have... bench was Maradona Napoli. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Notable mentions. Also notable mentions. I I, I really like that uh, Nigeria shirt they had for the last World Cup. I mean that that's kind of that's a modern classic, is that? I'd rather say. Mikey, the um, Arsenal fan, he he put on uh, the message this morning. That he just bought the uh, Mexico shirt with the Aztec design. Yeah. Uh, that's a great shirt as well. So banana Arsenal shirt though, because I do not get that one. I think it looks bloody horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because it's Arsenal. Because no. I'm very jealous you've got Adidas doing your shirts now. So <laughs> I have to say the bruised banana shirt though, I do I yeah, if I saw somebody at a rave back in the early nineties, I think I would have gone the other way. <laughs> <laughs> well Mikey actually did mention the red current shirt that Arsenal brought out for the last year at Highbury, which I yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful shirt. Of course it is, yeah. And it, I, I'm very jealous that they've got Adidas or Adidas and we have Nike doing some completely horrible shirts. We'll, 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 we'll wrap it up there, I think. Um, yeah. Please get in touch with your suggestions for the Mount Rushmore of, of football shirts. We Obviously, we've got it wrong. Please, please get in touch. There is the Trivia Night again this weekend online. If you are on the San Diego EPL supporters group page on Facebook around 7 o'clock, There'll be a link there to follow and uh, get involved. Marissa and Paul Brown uh, work really hard on that. So, yeah, show them your support. And it's just like an hour of your life. And uh, yeah, it's, it's usually good fun. We have a, a good crack on there. So um, if you are around and about 7 o'clock on Saturday, uh, yeah, join us. 
get in contact, footyfilmfoot at gmail.com, and we're on all of the social medias, like literally all of them, Spotify, iTunes, and uh, Google Play for previous podcasts. Uh, my thanks as always to uh, David Sankster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Uh, give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's. Yeah, I'll, I'll link to the page that has all the Venmo addresses for all of the bartenders. If you are in a position to uh, support them through this, then uh, go to that page. And I think that's just about it. Thank you, dear listener. And uh, let's do this again next Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>